This is Align by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. Each episode, we dive into meaningful topics while sharing and dissecting our own original works and experiences. We'll be launching new episodes every other week on Thursdays. Hello, hello, hello. This is episode two of season three, where we are back with Jasmine and Joshua, your favorite host of all time. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back. Uh, how are you doing, Jasmine? I'm doing well. Feeling really good about how the year is going. And with the storm happening right outside our apartment right now, it's literally a big storm. Yeah. I mean, but it's so encouraging, though. I really love the rain. We love the rain. <laughs> we do. It's a pluviophile. If was... you guys don't know what it is, you should Google it. Pluviophile. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very. I'm in a very um, good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, we are going to be talking about love and making love. Mm. So you can interpret that in many different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, how are we thinking about? Uh, carving space for love to exist and how do you maintain that love when you're building a relationship with people it doesn't have to be a romantic one it could be mm -hmm. friendships it could be other kinds of love yeah so yeah I guess with that we can just sort of dive into your poem first and then we can talk about it all right let's do it I'm gonna be reading a poem called in pursuit of romance I hurt myself, living my 20s in pursuit of romance, creating memorable moments regardless of who was in them, trying to find a wedding partner to bring magic into this world with roses and perfume. It was intoxicating. Scans are showing lumps, burns, bruises, scars. The pursuit of romance is a dangerous thing because you will find it and it will leave you emptier than you've ever been craving more than before. It is deliberately fleeting. Can I be close to you? Can we watch the water and trade secrets? Let's eat somewhere dark with candles. Go far with no plans of ever going back. Dance until we can't stand to be on our feet. Pass quiet time just existing together. Make the intimacy we never thought we could find with another person. It's systematic. It's algorithmic, it's methodical and mythical. I will look no further, but I will look deeper, beyond the feeling and into the future. My maps and tools have been sold, donated to a younger generation of explorers with stronger hearts and bones, ready to be broken in the pursuit of romance. It's shallow, so if you jump or happen to fall, brace yourself for impact. I totally love this poem <laughs> that you wrote. Thank There's you. just so much, there are so many words that are seem out of place, but it adds a lot of artistry to it that I just, mm. I just really love having that like images in, in my mind as you were reading it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I guess so. the The first stanza that you that you uh, wrote, and a few of the lines that stuck up to me is, as you, you said something about regardless who was in them, trying mm -hmm. to find a wedding partner to bring magic into this world with roses and perfume. 
the regardless who was in them, I just feel like I, I have a question that have you had regrets of letting people in your life romantically from from the past that you just feel like, oh, I could just settle with this person. And then you let them in and then you're like, oh, my God, this is not good for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> where the bomb I is. I definitely know who, who was in your mind. <laughs> right? Like, no, I mean, because I think as we're growing up, I don't know, maybe you have more mentoring than, than me, but you're fed all these images and ideas of what, you know, life and marriage is supposed to be about. And, you know, sometimes you're just going through the motions because it feels right, because it feels good, because you, you I mean, so many times you're like, I never felt this way before. And like, that's your justification mm -hmm. for why you like stay with somebody. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's just tough. <clears throat> and then I think, you know, we talked in, about this in the past, that validation, that fulfillment, where you just want to be with anybody. You don't want to be single. You don't want to be alone. And so there's opportunities to just, again, we talked about using people for what they can bring to you, for how they can make you feel or how they can make you feel about yourself. Um, so yeah. yeah, this definitely was a recognition of like, I wasn't pursuing a partner. I wasn't pursuing a relationship or some something that had clear needs and wants and desires. I was trying to make this image that we've been fed reality for me. Yeah. And I also think that, and I, I started to realize this about myself too, a couple of years ago, a lot of times we are, and you use this word intoxicating, mm -hmm. we're intoxicated by just the idea of a love and relationship, but not so much I, the love and the relationship like itself. the substance the substance of it yeah no yeah. i agree because... so then so that so then you wouldn't have enough sort of uh persistence to mm -hmm. go Foundation. through and Grounding. go through the hard times and like exactly to keep exactly. building a relationship no i think i think that intoxicating i'll just call it a phase is really important right it creates this desire and this longing but eventually it needs to be backed up right you could have mm -hmm. you know sweet and sugar and soda and chocolate but you're gonna need a real meal if you actually want to survive and like live day to day that's kind of how I, mm -hmm. I i think about it but i do love that part i do really enjoy um the beginning the the honeymoon phase as they call it mm -hmm. but i think one thing that's different you know being 30 is that you know there's an intentionality about you know who do i let in this circle and what are they bringing to the table and what am i bringing and you know how do we help each other um you know with the purposes that that we have in our life right i i mm -hmm. have needs from someone who's who i'm going to bring into my life and and i'm willing to support and be there to satisfy you know satisfy their needs as well if it's a good fit yeah um, another set of lines that you put here, you said the pursuit of romance is a dangerous thing because you will find it and it will leave you emptier than you've ever been. Mm. But my question is, is there a way to just not feel sad from breakup though? I feel like you would always feel heartbroken and just sad from a breakup. You will depends. always feel this like em emptiness of it sometimes. There's definitely when you lose a person, there's loss, right? There's a gap and maybe you will mourn. Maybe you don't like want to be with that person, but you miss like waking up next to somebody or mm -hmm. having someone to be your plus one at different things. But even mm -hmm. those like empty things, I don't want to call them empty because I don't want to belittle people's situation, but that's the pursuit of romance, right? Yeah. The pursuit of just like checking those boxes and having that gap filled, right? What, what I might think about something more substantial is like, hey, 
you know, you're with this partner, you're, you're financially together. You're able to live a life at a financial level that you're not able to on your own. Right. Or, you know, there's just some things like, Hey, it was so great having a partner at home to watch the kids while you were able to go to school. Like these are, these are some Mm -hmm. of, I think some of the I don't want to say deeper benefits of like really having someone to quote unquote do life with that. Um, yeah. You know, it definitely takes that commitment and that investment in longer term relationships to, um, to yield the benefit of sometimes, yeah. but you know, that's deeper than just like, Oh, I have somebody to have dinner with on Valentine's day. Just like mm-hmm, those, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. Um, romance things. Yeah. Or like, you just right. want to have a wedding, right? Like you want to have the greatest mm-hmm. day of your, of your whole life. Right. Like you want to wear the mm-hmm, white dress mm-hmm. or, whoever it might be. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to belittle romance, but I think that really getting clear about, you know, what is the purpose of dating for you and, and how do you sustain a, a friendship with someone um, is really the important aspect uh, to put our, our thoughts towards. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines that you write is, can we watch water and trade secrets? What, what do you mean by that? That's me. Um, I mm. mean, I mean, like, can we go to the beach or be on a boat or be somewhere near mm. water? Water is just mm. inherently romantic, mm. um, for at least for me and my mm-hmm. my preferences and and trade secrets, right? I think one of the most intimacy building aspects of a relationship sometimes can be sharing the things that you're afraid of other people knowing, right? Mm-hmm. And trusting this person with your deepest secrets that they above anyone else, really know you, really know who you are and choose mm-hmm. to stay by your side when others might judge you or might criticize you. This is just an example of the ways that we um, idolize or yeah. picture love. So yeah, the following lines are just examples of like, oh, romantic things that you might pursue that I've personally pursued that mm-hmm. may even be a delight to me, um, different date ideas, which are which are great and bond mm-hmm. bond creating, but they're not the substance of the whole relationship. Yeah um the the last sort of lines that i i really love is you were saying something about the maps and tools have been sold donated to a younger generation (laughs) with explorers with stronger hearts and bones ready to be broken in the pursuit of romance like i just love 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 that thank you me too (laughs) but can you elaborate a little bit on on that what do you mean by especially the younger generation part of it Mm-hmm. There's something there that's it just seems so hopeful and bright. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that when you're younger, you you just like have a lot more options. Or it's not even about the options. It's about maybe it's about the timing. I, I don't know what I'm really saying here, but when you're when you're younger, it can like life can feel longer, life can feel free, right? You don't have all of this baggage weighing you down from all these past experiences, holding you back from being afraid of like, oh, I don't want to date someone who's going to do me like that again. You're like still looking for a quote unquote, the one you're still dreaming. There's still, who do I take to prom? Who's going to mm. be my, you know, all these different, um, different things. And so mm-hmm. there's all these like games and strategies of like, oh, don't make sure you don't call them until three days after mm. the date or all these different things. These are the maps and tools that we, we've mm, been given. And I'm I just see. like, I'm over it, right? Mm. Like for me, meeting someone isn't as simple as going to class, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's swiping, it's, you know, being out there in the world and like deciding whether I want to give a stranger my phone number. I don't even think people give out phone numbers anymore. It's so great. <laughs> It's a different, it's a different world, but I'm just acknowledging that I think the games from my youth 
um, that served me in the pursuit of romance are not going to be the same tools and strategies that I use to maintain a relationship or, or to build a, a marriage in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, I, I love this. I love this so much. Thank so you. Thank you I'm for glad. sharing I want to hear your poem. It's definitely yeah. time that we, we swap the tables. I appreciate the opportunity to, to, to dive deeper and just to share. Yeah. I did it wrong, y'all. <laughs> you know, I'm not a perfect person. I definitely made mistakes, um, but I'm I'm learning, and I hope that by sharing this, um, you learn something too. But yeah, over to you, Josh. Can't wait to hear what you've written. Yeah, uh, mine is uh, interesting too. I would say there's a there's a weird sort of image that came to my mind. So it's called the Golden Spear. They not kidding when they say love is hard. The golden spear of contrail ultimately disappears with the clouds closing back in and the warm early morning sun becomes an unpleasantly hot one. I don't know if everlasting love exists, just like a disappearing golden spear in sunrise, beautiful for a moment, fading away as time goes by. Would a twist of magic be enough? Would a sparkling pixie dust immortalize the golden spear? Would a balance of give and take is what it needs? Is there such a thing called a fairy tale ending? Beautiful. Another uncharacteristically short poem, but yes. so much packed inside of it. Yeah, um, it's very short. A couple of months ago, we went to see <clears throat> the Blue Angels. Do you remember that? It was uh -huh. a double date yep. situation. Uh -huh. And it's only in reflecting on that do that, that I think I have a sense of what you're talking about. But mm. you, you have a line in there that says the golden spear of contrail. Can you explain mm -hmm. exactly what that is? Is this a real thing? Is it theoretical, hypothetical? Yeah. No, it's it's a literal thing. Mm. Uh, I was walking in, in Golden Gate Park, which is just a park close to my apartment here. And, you know, like I, I wake up really early in the morning and it was a beautiful sunrise. And then there's, you know, that like a jet thing that leaves oh, like the, the white thing that comes out. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's, that's called a contrail, right? Okay. But it looks golden because of the sunrise. So it's just this like magical view of the this big contrail, but then it's, it's golden. So like I just wrote it in my phone of like, I need to use this as like a, <laughs> as like a poem. In some ways, wow. and this is like maybe four months ago or something. Yeah. So then I feel like this is like a sort of like a good metaphor of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. About so what love. are you trying to say? What is that metaphor? So there, I think there are multiple levels, right? I think the first stanza I was talking about, the, eventually those contrail would disappear. The mm -hmm. clouds would kind of close yeah. back in. Yeah. Um, And that's sort of like my fear with love where... It's very happening in one moment. It's very warm. It's very uh, up. And then over time, it would go away. It would fade away. And so I just, it just sort of like an open-ended question for myself and for other people that like, does true love, everlasting love actually exist? I just don't think that's love, what you're describing. Yeah. I think it's like attraction or mm, it's infatuation. Like an infatuation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's love. Like when I think about someone who I know really loves me, like my mm -hmm. mom, right? Mm -hmm. My mom doesn't love the way you describe. My mom is not up one day. Mm -hmm. or she's ride or die for a life. And I know that like I'm physically a part of her, 
mm-hmm. or she's a part of me. And so we have that, that deeper connection that can create mm-hmm. that love. But I do think you can have that type of love, that forever kind of love with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do think it's, I do think it's possible, but yeah, you have a line that says, yeah. Is there such thing as a fairy tale ending? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I just 100% like, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I think w- it, that's that's kind of getting into the area of this, uh, like romanticized. Yes, yes. Exactly. Notion of love, but yeah. it's not so much like, even if you look like a, uh, a life partner, mm-hmm. right? It's not so much this like, hot steamy kind of love it's this like stable uh accepting kind of love yeah it's that peace it's that comfort that stability yeah. i mean i think about um i don't remember what his name is but the guy from up and and just watching his life mm-hmm. wife right and the memories they created together and the life that they lived and the, and the home that they built and the family they raised like yeah. i think you know everyone has their own different picture of what success looks like in in relationships but i think love is really that that bond that keeps you leaning into each other it's not the like you said the hot and heavy mm-hmm. passion Ooh, passion that's what we're talking about mm-hmm, here mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know that that comes in the beginning but yeah i it, just kind of hearkening back to our first episode you you have a line that says you know what a balance of give and take is what it needs so i am just so curious if there's ever been like a time in a relationship where you made a tweak or you made a compromise to like better suit someone or to like make things work Mm -hmm. out for each other and i'm curious like did that change actually help or like do you have regrets about kind of Mm -hmm. in that way to try and make the the relationship work or to to make that love yeah definitely no i think i've definitely been in a relationship where it, it was very unbalanced and i just found myself giving so much of myself like Mm. sacrificing so much of myself and my energy and my time for that person and then you know for a period of time it was it felt good it 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 felt like the right thing to do because i like that person so much and i want to uh, be a part of their life more Mm -hmm. but then as time went by it just it's not sustainable because then i i just lost myself in it like i really lost myself in it and Mm. i it 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 drained me so much and like all i could think about it's just like this person and how do we want to make it work and it's almost like it becomes this like hanging by a thread sort of situation and then with that it always came with this feeling of resentment right Mm. like why are you not giving me back as much as i'm giving you yeah yeah no that's so true that sounds incredibly difficult josh i'm so sorry you had to go through that yeah no thank you we um when you're when you were talking about just balancing that like you want to give because you want them to be happy and you know but there's still that that echoing of of resentment like um, I think we talked about kind of mismatched love languages. Do you um, mm. do you feel like you were like loving them differently from their love language, or do you even believe in love languages? Or I don't know. I think I do. I think I do believe in love languages. I think it's important, but it's not like a like a 
Bible mm-hmm. almost. It's 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 a flexible thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are yours, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I think for me, definitely uh, words of affirmation is number one for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just really appreciate words, and, and I mean not not just words, but also action. But yeah, on the day to day, I think having affirm affirmative words it keeps me feeling secure and trusting in the in the relationship yeah no i mean i think there's just to your point right you know yourself enough to be able to recognize that and to communicate yeah. that to a partner and so when you talk about making love or making mm-hmm. that relationship last that's something that that they should be equipped with and if mm-hmm. they're able to like if they're not a person who's good with their words or they have a challenge verbalizing you know their feelings that that's not a good fit right not for you mm-hmm. specifically yeah. yeah yeah no definitely yes so yeah so i think with this sort of experience and, and struggle with sort of the giving and taking i did learn a lot from mm-hmm. from the past about myself yeah yeah and I got one more question for you before we mm-hmm. before we wrap. You you talked earlier about the highs and lows and and things. You said it's beautiful for a moment, but then fading away as time goes by. Mm-hmm. I I'm not even trying to get like wisdom on on like stopping that right because I mm-hmm. get that things are going to change over time. But mm-hmm. my question to you is like, how do you notice the the day by day slippage from where yeah. you used to be? right yeah i think for me i'm I'm really this is like in progress thing like i'm really starting to just still learning of how to deal with this mm-hmm. it's mostly i think accepting the that that it would never stay the same i think just yeah. accepting it first if like it, it will evolve like it's just impossible for it to just stay the same from the first time we met or something right yeah I think once I'm able to do that, then I I could let things flow more, if that makes sense, instead of instead of freaking out with every single change that yeah. happens yeah. on a day to day basis. Yeah. And like always really try to look at the bigger picture. That's always my problem. Like I always sort of like if there's something that happened not according to my liking or my expectation, then I would kind of like go into the weeds and went into spiral a little. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I, I just really need to be able to look at the bigger picture and looking at the more of like a long term potential of it. Yeah, that perspective. That's yeah. that's that's beautiful. I appreciate your honesty there. It's It's so important. Like we do need to be responsive right but you know it's like the degree to which you react to what's going on and and how it like how you act because of that that's that's really important um but i really like what you said about change like anticipating change expecting change we've talked about that a little bit before but i i was just looking up you know what does it mean for something to be alive and like one of the characteristics mm. requirements is that it grows right mm-hmm. that it responds mm-hmm. to these stimuli and so yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep that top of mind. Um, like as I'm navigating yeah. navigating relationships of like what what are things that I don't want to change that I could hang on to? Like for example, our having a date night every week. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't have to change, but what we look like, how we treat each other, what our specific date nights consist of, um, how we feel, what we need, like mm-hmm. how to how to best support and love each other. Like those things are gonna change and maybe being curious and proactive about leaning into 
discovering those is um is a way to make a love that could last yeah yeah no definitely yeah any any final thoughts before i close this out uh i think my final kind of thought that i'm starting to learn um the past year or so is that when it comes to relationships um it it's almost like you have to like the person as they are mm-hmm. not so much love right away but you have to be able to see yourself liking the person and just like even like as a friend uh because i think that is more important when you're trying to look for a long-term partner because again i think there is no such thing as this like romanticized passionate love all Mm -hmm. the time so when that fades away and it will then you have to feel comfortable and at ease with the person that you're with you have to trust them yeah and that's when the like quote-unquote comes in yeah yeah i want to stay like and it becomes this like a stable giving receiving love I want that. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Well that, well, that was episode two. So That's episode two. It's feeling good. It's feeling like a strong season. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I like this episode a lot, actually. Thank and you. I think it will resonate with a lot of people as well. I hope so. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Oh, and happy Valentine's. Yeah. Because... Yeah. February season of love Happy Valentine's yeah yes. count it <laughs> make sure you're pursuing a love that lasts and and not just romance good luck out yeah. there everybody <laughs> all right I'll see you all in episode three yep bye all right everyone that wraps up episode two of a line by line a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry We hope this episode was meaningful to you and that it provided some fresh perspectives about romance and real relationships. We're going to continue to release new episodes every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe and hit that follow button on whichever streaming platform you're listening from. And to follow our social media channels, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlignByLine. Now, if you have any questions or feedback, suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would be more than happy to hear from you. But for now, this is Jasmine and Joshua signing off. We'll see you in the next episode.